Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Tam Luke. Tam has been an entrepreneur since 2002. She's a number one best-selling author, speaker, blogger, and coach who focuses on helping entrepreneurs monetize their message and create a lifestyle by design. After her divorce, she started dating again in her 40s and blogged about the drama and the comedy that came with it in the 21st century. The lessons she learned about herself and old school tactics her mom taught her when she finally found the love of her life. Many girlfriends started asking her for advice, so she put, so she put it in a book, The Right End of the Chase. Tam is also the author of Women's Side Hustle, How to Turn Your Passion into Profit, among several other books. And, oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I totally messed up that um, it's, it's, the, it's the Women's Side Hustle, How to Turn Your Passion into Profit, Your Resources into Residual. She's also co-author of The Women Who Boss Up, who, which is being released soon, correct? Yes, okay. that's correct. Awesome. Welcome, Tam. I'm so glad to have you here. Hey, Steph. I'm so excited to be on this, on this podcast. Awesome. Thank you for coming. So uh, first of all, when I read your intro, the, the question that I wanted to ask before anything else was um, I'm dying to know a little bit about uh, the dating comedy and drama. If you can just talk to us a little bit, give us a couple of examples about that, how yes. that came into a book and all of that. Oh my goodness. So, uh, if anybody who knows me, you know, I'm kind of straightforward and kind of a little sassy sometimes. And people usually see me, I have kind of a serious face, even though I'm a, I, I laugh easily. I love humor. I love comedy. And when I was dating, uh, so I had been married before I was divorced. It took me three years. I took myself out of the game because I was like, you know, I could not even be bothered. But then when I was ready to do it again, I said, okay, I'm not old. You know, by this time I'm approaching 40. And I said, well, what do you do? I mean, where do you go? And um, so I started getting on some, you know, uh, some apps, you know, all the different apps. And, and I was having so much fun because I was treating dating like men treat dating. And I was, had like 10 of them go. 10 of them going at the same time, never meeting them. Right. I'm just on all these apps. Right. And I'm just Hilarious. talking. Can I, can I cuss on your, on your blog? Uh, on your, yeah. On your yeah. Of course. Of course. I was just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I was having so much fun. And, and meanwhile, as I'm just having fun, I noticed that my mojo was coming back, mm. you know, my something about that whole sassy, fun, not really caring, uh, just talking. And if they disappear, who cares? Because I had, you know, nine more that was talking to at the same time. And I had like these little um, index cards and I was keeping notes because if they said they had a sister, I had to remember, like, so I don't say something. Oh, that's brilliant. It was hilarious, right? So I'm just having fun. And that led me to blogging about it. 
because now I'm going to take my sassy fun and start writing about it because it was tickling me to the bottom of my toes. Like the whole thing was comedy oh, as awesome. I'm talking to all these guys. And, uh, and I sort of noticed some trends when you have that many going on at the same time. And I'm, I'm telling you, I wasn't meeting any of them. Like I was just talking and, and, and stuff. And, uh, as I'm learning about myself, I'm learning about human nature mm -hmm. and I'm learning about men and dating and this, this time. And I noticed that some of them will just go away. You know, if you have that many going, you go. And I say, you know, this is a really good way to date. And uh, when you find somebody you do like, you know, then you can uh, concentrate on them without being so needy. Because if you have all these other things going, you're talking smack over here and you actually have one that you really like, you don't come off as clingy, mm -hmm. right? So I'm, I'm making notes about this. This is all going in my blog. And then I met my husband. Online? Oh my goodness. No, um, no, no, no. I had started a, uh, a relationship group, like a group, not really for dating. It was just a group for people to come and meet people and hang out and friends and stuff like that. And he wasn't in that group either, but that group caused me to go to a nightclub because I'm like 40. Like, I don't really want to, I wasn't seeing myself that way. I don't drink. So we went to a nightclub. I'm having the most, so much fun, but because I'm a, 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 an organizing type of person and I saw him there and he was so cute. Well, he was drunk. I had no idea, <laughs> <laughs> but from there, and it's a whole funny story. This is like, that story will kill you. It's so funny how we met um, that first day, that first five minutes of meeting was fun. But we oh. dated for two and a half years after that. But the whole point was he was a great guy, like a really good guy. And I noticed it when we started dating and I go, I can't mess this up. And I pulled out every single thing that I knew from my mother. I went back to old school stuff. I love it. And I kept writing about it. Yeah. In your blog? In your uh -huh. blog? Yes. Wow. I kept writing about it. And so I'm just blogging. When I finally got married to him, I go, oh my God, that, that actually worked. So I decided to pull all those blogs together. Now, some of the crazy ones I didn't put in the blog, I mean, put in the <laughs> book because <laughs> I was kind of crazy. I was going off with some craziness. But yeah, that, all those blog posts came together in that, that first book. I didn't put that, that book out first because I didn't want to be known as a relationship coach or anything. Right. But I actually was writing that one first. Oh, interesting. That was one of my have first ones. Have you always been a writer? Mm-hmm. You have. So I like have. High school, junior high, all, always? I, all the way through. It was really? always one of those things. It was, I, my problem wasn't writing. My problem was I wasn't good enough. Yeah. That was really the problem. My mom kept saying, you need to publish a book. You need to publish. And I'm like, no, nobody. I, I didn't get a degree in English. I don't have a PhD. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. The funny part about this conversation is I didn't get one of the, the, the pivotal points for me for putting that particular book out, the right end of the trace. And I very rarely tell this story, Steph. So I'm funny oh. that you brought up my dating, this dating book first, because I hardly ever talk about it. So I'm glad it's bringing up something else that I never talk about. 
So um, there's this guy, uh, he, his name, I can't remember. It's, um, there's a show, you guys have probably heard of the show. It's, um, gosh, what is it called? Fresh Off the Boat. Okay, Fresh Off the Boat. It, it rings so a bell. A, yeah, it's a, silly, it's a silly TV show with Asian Americans in it. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Fresh Off the Boat. So it's a silly show. I really never watched the show, but I was very much aware of the show. And for some reason, I decided to read the guy's book because it was started as a book. And I read the way he wrote in his book. And it was very kind of hip hoppy and kind of, uh, it just wasn't, I don't know what I expected, but it was written kind of familiar in a familiar way. And I thought this fool got this book to be a, a show and he got a second show because of wow. this book. And then I you're like, they are like, I'm writing my book. I'm writing my book. <laughs> that's awesome. That was literally the thing. Yeah, that is cool. That's cool. That's really, it's a, that's an awesome story. Thank you so much for sharing mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, did your, uh, did your now husband know that you, while you were dating that you're still writing the blog? He didn't. He <laughs> had no idea about this blog. Oh my but gosh. The funny part was because, you know, my dad, my husband's conservative. He's a very fun guy anyway, but he didn't know I was writing this blog. And um, so when I started putting the book together, he didn't know that this was actually going into a book either. So we're married and I had gone to work. He was at home that particular day and I had my manuscript. I wasn't really trying to hide it. I just kind of had it laying on the, on the counter. He doesn't read. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> he picked it up and started looking through exactly. it. Exactly. He read the whole thing and I go, and, he, and I come home and he goes, yeah, so I read your, your, your thing, your book. My eyes was like, oh, you did? <laughs> what did he say? And then he, and then he goes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Everything you wrote in there, that's right. Oh, cool. that's, that's right. That's how men think. And we got into the, the most, we got into the most unbelievable conversation. We had never talked about this. We got into the most, and I thought, oh my goodness, I didn't even know how much we thought alike when it came to dating and relationships and oh, cool. men and women. And he goes, yeah, you need to stay on the right end of the chase. Women need to stay on the right end of the chase and they don't know it. They're throwing themselves uh, out a certain way. And then I started asking him, what did you, how did you perceive me when we were dating? So that whole conversation was great. And so I said, this is what I'm missing from my book. And he wrote his own chapter in my book. Oh, how cool. Yeah. That is right. so awesome. How neat is that? And you wouldn't, you wouldn't even ask him. You just left the manuscript out. Yes, that's so right. That's the universe helping you out there. That's right. But uh, let's see, I had a question. About, okay, so what, is, what does it mean to be on the right end of the chase? It's a great question. I'm going to tell you where it came from. And then how, how, then it's going to open up for you. So my girlfriend, okay. so I was dating my husband and I was already staying on the right end of the chase. Like I was not a, a chasing him. Okay. And so, uh, and then all of a sudden I started to feel myself really, really liking him. Like it has flipped and I felt myself feeling like I needed to be around him more and I needed 
you know, and I started to get off that energy. Like if he wasn't calling me, you know how we start feeling, you know? Yeah. And um, my girlfriend said, girl, you better stay on the right end of the chase. She said, don't turn around and start chasing him. And it reminded me of something my mom taught me, right? She says, you keep, you, you, you keep them chasing you until you catch them. There's a, there's actually a quote like that. She, she had him cheat. He chased her till she caught him. Right. And I thought, oh my gosh, she, so a woman creates the chase when men are naturally, um, they're naturally, you know, competitive. And yeah, they're naturally chase. the chaser. Yeah. Naturally the chaser. But women, and this is, don't tell, you, tell my, don't tell my husband I said this. I think women are smarter than men. Okay. And they were built that way. Huh? Yeah. I said I do too. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're just yeah. way smarter than men. And so we don't got to chase. We, can I, you know what yeah. it is? I think I, I just want to add this right here. I yeah. think it's because we use our intuition more. And I think that's where a lot of our intelligence comes from. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. We use the law of attraction because the law of attraction is actually a feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So being that it's the law of the attraction, you are actually causing him to come your way with our eyelashes and our booty pops mm-hmm. and our, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, are just mm-hmm. a beauty of us. We just have to stand there. Right. That doesn't take effort. I mean, it doesn't like without effort, right? We did put effort into that, but that's the law of attraction and we're attracting him to chase us. So in my mind, a woman creates the chase, right? With the express purpose of catching him, mm. right? So if you think about the egg and the sperm, and I put this in my book, the egg only shows up for a few hours a month. Mm-hmm. She never chases the sperm ever. Oh yeah. And millions of suitors yeah. go after her. Oh, that's it. And she is elusive and yeah. beautiful. She gets off a light. If you like yeah. do some, uh, some stuff, you know, around yeah. the, the egg. She gives off a light and she is not easy to overcome. She's not easy to catch. Yeah, right. Right. And she yeah. is there and she is beautiful. And only one gets to, gets her. And that law of attraction, she's attracting all that. And then if you don't get her, she is gone until the next time she shows up. Wow. And I think of women like this. Yeah. This is how, this is who women are. Beautiful and strong and the feminine energy is in my opinion stronger than male energy i don't want to not put a comparison to that but it's just a very strong energy it's not a weak energy you know you're not like the second class citizen to these things no right a queen is is a strong character right it's true yeah yeah so the right end of the chase doesn't put her in a weaker position if that's what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. yeah right yeah you but you are creating she's the chase con- she's controlling the chase actually. that's right yeah. and so he's she's actually chasing. in charge she's actually in charge <laughs> right but she doesn't have to turn around and chase him because men are do not react well to to masculine energy right. you have two men using this right. men don't yeah. react well to that Right. It, they they fight that. Sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. It's going to make them run the other way. That's actually. right. 
So that's right. Away. That's yeah. right. So the right end of the chase is that's it. Like if all these rule books that they put out about women and all these things that we say about the women for dating is all stupid. It's, it's oh. only one thing. There's only yeah. one thing, the right end of yeah. the chase. I mm-hmm. love it. You know, that, uh, this wasn't going to be my next question, but that kind of takes me into, cause I, cause I can see this in, um, in like sales, like, you know, it's kind of, oh, yeah. it's, it's so like transferable over to, you know, if you're chasing someone to get the sale, yes. they're going to run. If you're, right. you're attracting them or mark any marketing, whatever. Marketing you know, is tra- such yeah, attraction. Tra- yeah. So yeah. it's attraction instead of like chasing somebody down. That's right. So I love that. Uh, so I, I, I didn't know that we would tie that to marketing, but isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> it really does tie into marketing. Yes, it does. Yeah. It really does. I love it. That's a beautiful story. I really kind of want to go read the book. So yeah, um, it's, it's available on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. And I have a friend that's a also a relationship coach, and I'm going to have to let her know about it. So she, I think she'll get a kick out of it. So yeah, the whole yes. idea. So I have a girlfriend who's dating and she read it once and she thought, oh my God, she says, Tam, I actually you know, have your book as a reference now, because now that I'm, she said, I don't, I wasn't raised this way. Your mom raised you a certain way. My mom didn't raise us that way. And uh, I, because her mom probably didn't know, but she uses that book as a reference book. I thought that's such a, I like, I felt so, yeah. Yeah, Oh my gosh, really? I said, I'm just talking, I was just literally talking shit during the most of the time I was blogging, but it came out. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. That's such a cool story. Thank you so much for sharing that. I feel honored to get to hear that. So that's You're the first one you got to hear that story. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't wait to share this. This is awesome. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's go a little bit into into marketing and and entrepreneurship. So Mm -hmm. I would love to know, um, you said you came into the entrepreneurship in 2002 like a little bit about what you were doing before that and kind of how you got into to the journey and just mm-hmm. a little bit about your journey. Yeah, yep. I, I, I'm so grateful because my parents were actually entrepreneurs. My mother, uh, she was when she was married to my, my biological father, she left him at when I was four years old. And I think in her mind, my mom's never really had a a like a corporate job. She, I think she worked for Xerox many years ago, maybe before I was born. But um, she's always had this entrepreneurial spirit. And I think when she left my biological dad and she had three kids, three little ones, four, two, and zero, basically newborn. uh, She thought, what can I do that has this flexibility to be with my kids? So she went back, got her hair license, like a lot of women do, but she also was just an entrepreneur. She started a roommate finding business. This is way before the internet, way before. And I thought, and I remember this, she was doing this business. That's how she met her second husband, my, my stepdad, roommate finding business. And um, so I watched her and I thought she is a straight superhero. And, and I was like, I just want to be like that. She was always there. She was always thinking. She bought a house, three little kids. I mean, you don't do that. We were African-American from the Midwest. How did she even think to do that? You know, so she did, bought a house and she started her, she moved her hair salon into the house so she can be home. And so me watching that my whole life and then she got remarried and then my dad, my stepdad was an incredible salesman, but he was, he never been an entrepreneur. She talked him into starting a company. They made six figures in the eighties. And so I 
That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And I wanted a husband I can do it with because I thought this is how you're with your husband. This is how you, this is how you build a relationship. This is how you are there with your kids for your kids. You know, uh, this is what you do. Entrepreneurship is the only thing that I could do. Now is my goal in life. I went to college for, uh, I hated sales. My dad drove me nuts. He was so good at sales. I hated sales. And so I went into marketing because marketing, you don't have to sell. You just attract, you see. Right. And, uh, and so I did that, but I, and I, and I doing side hustles on the side, my whole life side hustling. So when I say 2002 is when I started, no, I started 40 years ago. <laughs> okay. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for most yeah. of my life, yeah. side hustling. But just I wasn't good at it, though. Right. I wasn't good. My parents didn't have degrees. I had a degree. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't make it, why I wasn't making any money. Um, <clears throat> and then till she passed away, 2016, and uh, she was my best friend. I mean, when she passed away, something, she was on me then after she passed away. She was like, you gotta, you got to publish your book. And she did not let up. She did not let up. Because she told me this whole my whole life, but this time she was on me and I had to do it. And so I got a coach and I made, got that book done. And that's when I was started writing these books. And I mean, I had been blogging. Changed. Yeah, I had been blogging for years, but I didn't do anything with it. Yeah, so, so cool. I did those books. I got women, uh, both these, I had three books ready to publish in the same year. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 2017, 2016, she passed 2017. I finished the right into the chase. I did not release it. I went back and I started finishing this one. 2018. I released that one in January. After that, I released the right into the chase. Um, I also, right before all of that, I, I released my children's book. That was the first one actually that oh, I, I released. Cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was entrepreneur for all of those, all those years. And then a light bulb went off when I finally wrote a uh, woman's side hustle. I thought, Oh, this is why I've never been successful. Why I never been successful was I didn't know my message. Ah, I didn't okay. know my message. Right. Yeah. And I think this is what all these women that I'm right. seeing around me need to understand all entrepreneurs. You need to know your message. Right. Yeah. Or you're not going to make any money. Yeah. Mm-mm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So that came out of, that came out through you writing your book. Yes. Yeah. Through me writing my book, through the process of writing my book. Right. Thinking about my life as I'm writing that book and yeah. uh, my mom. And, and also I did, I did work during that time. I went to MITT, which is a transformational a training for 10 days. It was very intense during all that time. And that's all this stuff started coming up. And I thought, okay, this is why, this is what it was. And so, yeah, it was, it, and it, and it, now that's all I do, right? I, I'm not really a writing coach, but I use that uh, to get their message out. I really want women to be able to have <laughs> what my mom had, you know, to be able to make her life the way she wants, travel. My parents traveled everywhere you know, ha- build a house, make a house, you know, be with her kids. You know, I want her to have all of it. Right. 
And I, I figure if she needs to write this book and get her message super clear, that's the only way she's going to be able to have control of her life, freedom, independence, you know, not be needy, not be like a lot of times women, they, they let go of all the stuff so they can be the mom. It's like they have to be one or the other. One or the other, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. So, um, you, you help people to get their message out. Now, is mm-hmm. that your message or what would you say? Is that your message? What is your message? No, my message is, and I'll tell you how I came to it. My message is what I'm here to say is you have the power or your story has the power to change people's life. This is my message. Now, where did I get this from? You know, my whole life, I had some, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things that I saw, a lot of things that I went through. And I'm like, why the hell did I have to go through all this? I was always very smart, very smart. Meanwhile, I'm writing and writing and writing my whole life. Everything that came up, uh, everything that I needed to get out, I was gifted in English, gifted in writing classes, always wanted to be a writer, went to college first for an English major. So all these years I'm writing and all these things I'm writing about, I didn't think it was good enough to help anybody or do anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. right? All these things I'm going through, but why am I going through it is the question. Why am I going through divorce, multiple divorce? Why am I going through all this crap, you know, homeless at one point and oh, wow. dealing with craziness? I remember <laughs> this was a big turning point, you know, lost all my property, left my first husband and then, you know, sleeping on a couch, um, and she has, she's, has, she's bipolar, I guess. So in the middle of the night, but she also sleepwalks and naked. Oh. <laughs> wow. So she's your roommate? My, yeah. I'm staying over her house on okay. her couch. Right? right. I got you. She's sleeping around. She's walking around naked, opening up doors, trying to walk out the front door. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and I, something hit me like, why are you here? <laughs> why? what is happening right now? Right. You know, so all that experience was going. And then when I finally understood what my message was, you have to go through that so that you can change people's lives. I noticed this, that, um, when I was tell people my story, it was somehow open them up. It was somehow help them tell them all the crap, the craziness that I've been through is sometime somehow will give them permission to X, Y, Z. Right. And, um, so I realized I went through that for a reason mm. and I need to tell other women that, you know what? It's okay, girl. It's right. all right. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're going through that. It's okay. You're going to help somebody else. You're going to change somebody's life. You're going to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I may have talked to you about this before, but I'm in recovery and you know, I could do the whole why thing, the whole whatever but I know that the coolest thing about it is like, I can actually help somebody with yeah save their life right. with that's my right. story. So it's really, it's really, that's the, that's the wonderful thing about being on the other side of it. So that's right. And, and that's and, and it's that way for anything, anything that you've gone through, that's that you've been transformed and came, came through the other side. Yeah. I definitely believe that. So that's right. It's really it's, cool. It's not just staying in the story and some people like just stay in the story, stay in the story and stay in the story. And that's why I had to do a lot of work. I was staying in that story and I couldn't get past the story, but the beauty is in the transformation. Once you get through that the aha moment or the, you know, you know, the, 
the, the space you get to where you go, oh my gosh, this is the epiphany. Right. And then you have the transformation on the other side. That's what changes people. Right. That's what right. helps them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then like life is just so much sweeter. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, I was living this way and I didn't even realize all the things yeah. that were all of the stuff, all of the things. And now it's like, just looking back, it's just like, oh my gosh, how, how did that even happen? You know, know, how does that even have, how do you even do that? But, but, uh, that's, that's really cool. I love it. Okay. So you help people get their message out now, mm-hmm. like talk to us a little bit about like how you do that. Yeah. Well, uh, I can actually even tell you how to do it yourself. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not, I have no problem telling people because it's not easy as it sounds, um, but, but I'll tell you the formula. So it basically is uh, you have to figure out what, first of all, considering your expertise around this conversation. Right. Okay. So whatever your expertise is, your expertise could be a million things. You know, we all have expertise in a million things. Our expertise of tying our shoe, right? Getting up in the morning, brushing our teeth. There's t- plenty of expertise that we have. But what is the expertise you are choosing to really focus on for your career? Um, this one guy, um, he wrote Miracle Morning. His mm-hmm. expertise obviously was getting up right. in the morning, right? right. Very it simple worked. expertise, yeah. but he became, he created a six-figure business from that, right. you know? So, okay, so, huh? I love that perspective. Yeah. Like, you're, like breaking it, you know, breaking it down to, you know, I created a six figure business about getting up an hour earlier and going through this routine. That's I mean, it. How simple is that? How simple is that? It doesn't have to be esoteric. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be different. It just has to right. be your perspective around it. So you figure out what your expertise is. Okay. So then you walk yourself through your story, your life story from the beginning all the way through. I learned this when I went through Landmark right? I watched oh, them yeah, talk yeah. about their story. And I talked about how you get stuck in story and you have rackets and all this stuff. So I learned that, you know, going through your story is very important. Uh, you have to ask, you know how to ask yourself the right questions to get the right points of your story and mm-hmm. listen. But then the next thing is what, at what point do you have an epiphany? Now we have a lot of epiphanies over our life, lots. Okay. But it's usually the big one right? It's usually the big one that kind of changes your course. That's the one you're looking for. And also I can tell if it's not the right one. Mm. If I'm talking to someone and I'm walking them through this, this thing, because it ain't this, it's, some people want this to be their epiphany. They want to tell you this is what it is because they just decided what this is, but they had said nothing about that at all through their whole story. Right. So I have, I'm listening for something. So your epiphany epiphany should relate to something that's literally been running your story. Right. For 30 years. And then all of a sudden you come off on left field with some other epiphany. And I'll tell people that ain't it. (laughs) That ain't the one. There's another one I'm sure. Yeah. Or they're not, they haven't had it yet. That's the other, that's the other thing that they could not have got there yet or Mm. or had that epiphany yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, uh, then that's the epiphany. And then straight away from epiphany is a transformation. Yeah. Transformation is the, are the adjectives that come from a, an epiphany. 
freedom, right. independence. Right. I love my knowing that I love myself. All right. these words, right? As a coach, you're not selling a coaching program. You're not selling um, the five weeks program. You're not selling any of it. You're selling transformation. Right. You're selling freedom and, you know, and whatever, independence. Uh, so those are the words that you're selling. Okay, now that we got those three things out of the way, and the next thing is the hard part. I got this from MITT. See, this is the reason why all this came from all this stuff that I have experienced personally. And there's a, uh, a point you have to actually now, now that you know, now that you see the line, you have the epiphany. Now I have to ask you the question, what is your message? And then we just start battling it out, battling it out until you come up with a real tight sentence that you could tell somebody three seconds before you pass away. Oh, Your wow. whole reason you're here in a sentence. That's amazing. That's your message. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I want to work with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Yeah. And so yeah. what, what I do, I just told you that what I do, right? Right. But because it took me years and years and years to tell you in force, force points, <clears throat> it's very difficult for somebody to do that for themselves because they don't know what, what parts, what story they should add in and you can start getting it all in your stuff. Yeah. Right. So I ask the questions, I write down the notes, I listen for the consistencies. I can usually get it <clears throat> in about a, an hour, hour and a half. We can get it. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool. So yeah. that's what I call nail, nail your message because that yeah. runs literally everything, your whole right, business right, from right. there. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can give somebody the framework, but in, you know, if that it's, you know, it's just like, you know, Russell Brunson talks about, he gives his frameworks away in his book. It's not yeah. for free shipping, but you yes. know, you've got to figure all that out yourself, how to That's right. It, there's a lot more to it than just the framework. That's just that's right. That's just kind of the skeleton of it. But there's that's a right. lot more. It goes a lot deeper than that. So that's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Exactly. So I love that. I love that. That's a that's a cool process though. Thank you. Cool Thank process. you. I love it. And it's so cool that that you're able to uh, to distill it. And I and the expertise comes in because you've done this so many times and you can read people and you can tell when they're they've reached their epiphany or that's right. Or they're just like pulling something because like you said, you want it to be that because that maybe yes. that's the track they're on, but that, that's this is right. what I want to make my story this, but that's this right. isn't really, this is not know, really it. Is, yeah. 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 So I can see that. So. It's an intuition. There's little, I use call them tinglies. There's yeah. tinglies that happen in the back of my spine or back of my head. Sometimes when wow. you've hit and I'm like, and Oh, know, that's, yep, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it's just like anything else with anything else. We, we might, we can do things. We can see things with other people that like we can't necessarily see ourselves. It's so, true. so it's so important to work with other people to catch our blind spots. And all it's of that. true. So, yeah. I love that. Ah, that's so cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I definitely, definitely want to talk to you about that at some point. <laughs> so, <laughs> For very sure. Cool. Sounds like an awesome uh, exercise. I'd love to go through with you. So. Okay, so let's see here. Um, well, I think I might know the answer, but what would you uh, suggest to people that are starting out? Maybe they're on, uh, maybe they're doing it as a side hustle. 
um, maybe maybe they're starting to get some traction or maybe they're brand new. What would be, how would you tell them to go into, uh, to have success as an entrepreneur? Oh, goodness. This is so good. Um, okay, so there's seven steps. This is one of the things I want to really emphasize. And you can, you can probably find this. I, I think I have it on my Instagram, Women with Vision Women with Vision International. So this, this diagram might be there somewhere. Okay. Uh, they can also just, you know, message me. I can give them this diagram. But it's something that I created. It's called the seven steps or stages of an entrepreneur. Okay. So the first thing they would do is all depending on where they are on that, on that, on that stages. Okay. Right. So if you're at stage, stage one, right, where you're thinking about it, you know, you're thinking about what you're going to do. You might be thinking about it for a long time in your life. Um, <clears throat> and you haven't done anything. You have an idea, but you have no action. The first thing I always do is, is you need to know what's step two. What is stage two so that you can actually start moving towards stage two? So at stage one, you could stay there forever and maybe you're not ready. So you might need to do some personal development right, to get past your limiting beliefs. But uh, knowing what stage two might help you. Okay, so stage two is now you're starting to put stuff together and do the research. You know, you might even go online and see who else is doing stuff. You might actually put together a coaching program, just put it, literally put it together or go get your business license or whatever. That's stage two. But you're not really, they're not buying from you. Mm -hmm. Right. You might be giving away a lot of information over delivering, but you're not making much money or making anything. Right. That's pretty much stage two. So you're doing something. Stage two is a good place. Right. But if you don't want to stay at stage two, the best thing to know is stage three. The thing is, I never knew these stages. I just found, I mean, after I put them back together, I go, yep, that's exactly what I went through. Yeah. Right. So stage three, because I wouldn't have been stuck on stage three as for as long as I was stuck, right? <laughs> stage three, I was stuck for like freaking 17 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I should have yeah. known what the next right. stage. So stage three is a side hustle stage. Okay. So at that point, you're side hustling. Side hustle stage is a very big, thick stage. You could be side hustling a little bit, like almost like a hobby, like a little bit, because every once in a while I'm making a couple sales. Or you could be side hustling like you have a job, but now you have no more time to actually be at your job. Right. I've been in all those stages yeah. before, right? Yeah. I was like that in 2018 where literally, and I was making good money, but I did not have any more time to give to my job. I could not, it was right. in my way, okay? Yeah. How do I get from stage three to stage four? Well, you got to know what stage four is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Stage four is leveraging your message, leveraging, leveraging your business. So leveraging, you know, looks like, you know, at this point is a good time to write your book. I love working with people in the middle of stage three and stage four. The ones who are really serious about taking the leap because it is a big, scary leap. Right. the leap from stage three to stage four. You have to have already been doing work on yourself. Stage one, two, and three, you should be really loading up on the um, personal development, mm -hmm. loading up, tripling up, 
getting over your limiting beliefs because if from stage three to stage four, it's all scary. It's all scary. And three, four, four, five, six, seven, it never stops being scary. Like very scary. So you have to be kind of like in the belief, I believe myself. I believe myself. Yeah. I believe in right. this higher power. I believe in God's going to take care right. of me. You have to be in a right. whole different space in your head because four is leveraging, leveraging. Five is super high ticket offers or making even like higher to optimizing. Six is, um, uh, so five is super high ticket offers. Six is optimizing service opportunities. And seven is building a team. So those four steps are just like more, of the same once you figure out what your business is which is what side hustling is you figure it out the thing you're going to stick with right and then now it's just leverage okay more leverage okay optimize okay have a team by seven stage seven you should be at a six-figured business for sure Mm -hmm. you can flip through four five and six pretty fast if you are if you are seriously focused and you believe in yourself Right. You know, I had to get some high ticket, high level coaches at that point. I was spending like $17,000 on coaches at that point because I need to show people to show me what the heck to do. Right. You know, if you're real, it's scary, all scary at right. that, at that level, those levels. Yep. But once you get past yourself and yourself holding yourself back, which I did for 17, it took me too long to, to, that was just ridiculous. But by the time I got to four, then I just flipped on four, five, six, seven, just like that. Wow. Yeah. But I, awesome. at that point I, I knew I had to get coaching to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, definitely. I definitely believe in coaching mm-hmm. for sure. I think that's the key. It's the key. key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Tam, tell us about uh, women who boss up. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book that's coming out. Yep. Yep. So women who boss up. Okay. So as you can see in all of my books, they are something to do, have something to do with me and my life. And I'm, I'm, they're all meant to help, right? They're all meant to, to help you pass something. So, uh, right in the chase was my dating thing, right? Was my life. Uh, women's side hustle was, I was side hustling for 17 years. So I, that's, that's, I'm trying to help you get off of stage three, really, as you can see, that's stage three. Um, but then women's, uh, women who boss up, this came as a result of back in 2008. And I alluded to this story when I was sleeping on somebody's couch and I was, I really had lost everything. So back in the early 2000s, I was an investor and I was um, making a lot of money off of real estate. And I lost my shirt when the economy changed. Five pieces of property, you know, one by one, had to get rid of them, lost one. It was bad. And I had locked my whole, you know, I'm smart. And I say it like this because I'm not trying to brag. I'm trying to say that's really not a good place to be. yeah smart can get you in trouble girl (laughs) let me tell you especially when you think you're smart and you probably i probably was really not that smart but my mom always told me i was smart yeah and when you're when you think you're smart oh my gosh you're going to get your butt handed to you on a platter and i did really think i was so freaking smart and i um man lost it lost everything everything was wrapped up in that 
so I lost my husband. I lost, he was trying to take my kid away. I was, I lost my properties. I was sleeping in my car sometimes. I ended up sleeping on this girl's couch. It was bad, right? And I couldn't get out of it because, you know, I got myself into a hole and I felt so bad. Like I had really messed up. I felt like, man, you know, I remember that like it was yesterday and I could not get it. I just couldn't get it together. What I needed back then was a good old fashioned girl talk. That's what I needed. Yeah. I needed, come on now, girl. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. I, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly you know what, what you're talking about. <laughs> come on, girl. Get good. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few of those. I've given a few of those. Yes, girl. We need those things. Yeah, we, we do. Them. That's really what our podcast is, really is. These podcasts yeah. are just, come on, girl. You can yeah, do this. That's on. right. So I needed that back then, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. You got me laughing now. Okay. Right. That's awesome. Right. And so a woman, a woman who boss up, that's all that is. Yeah. And it's cool. all it is. It's just I love it. That's a great, because way. right now, you know, when we are people are, we're some of these women, some of these people are freaking out, freaking out, you know, money's not coming. Like they, they can't go to work. I mean, so many things. And I just say, come on now, girl. Oh, girl. Come on, on girl. <laughs> you got this. That's right. You got this. Don't even That's trick. Awesome. You oh have been, you, you're bigger than this. You've done better than this. You've done amazing things in your life. Come on now. That's awesome. That's really, that's it. So it's, seven, it's 15 women giving their stories, sharing their stories, their ups and downs. I mean, you're going to hear some great stories. I mean, some incredible stories about triumph and loss and, but they created businesses Mm -hmm. right? They got in there all, it's all transformation on the other side because they got through it. You know, they were abused and all kinds of stuff happened, but they got, they got through it. Come on, girl. Come on now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing You're welcome. that. That's, that's this has been amazing. So Tam, what, what else would you, is there anything else that you would like to share uh, with the audience that, that perhaps I didn't ask or we didn't get to? You know, I, I just want to encourage everyone to, um, you know, you are here for a reason. That's right. You know, you're here for a reason. You, you show up to places for the, for a reason. You hear this podcast for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden you, you got to this podcast, right? How, how, how did you get here? Because there's a reason you're thinking you need to hear. And so look for that. Yeah, I think that when they said the universe is conspiring for in, mm -hmm. in favor of you, mm -hmm. I believe that. I do too. I think that God has your back. I think that everything is, it is, is meant to really help you move along. You're not, it's not here for you to be, uh, have a bad situation or a bad time for just because you, you, you don't deserve good things. No, 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 no. So keep yourself around positive people love your family if your family don't love you find some other people that you can hang out with you know what i mean just <laughs> choose just, your family yes your family i yes. mean it, don't worry it's it's yeah. all good and you're going through things for a reason and um as i just want to encourage everyone i love it i love it this has been this has been so much fun like this has, this has been, been really an amazing fun. podcast thank you so much i love it i love it 
So, uh, Tam, where can they find you? I know, and I will put all those in the show notes so that you guys can go look this lady up so she can have a, come on, girl. Come on, girl, now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Women with Vision International, Women with Vision International, we can, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram. Okay. Uh, Also, Tam R. Luck is on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And we are starting a new, uh, we're starting a new YouTube channel, which we're going to be, we're going to be host, we're going to be putting on some YouTube shows called Women Who Boss Up with some of the authors talking about some really cool things, some really, really cool topics about managing stress and starting over after divorce and navigating the health scare and all these really like things that we deal with. Nice. So that'll be happening pretty soon. And then of course, tamrluck.com. Okay, cool. And tamrluck.com. Mm-hmm. All right. I will put those in the show notes and I want to thank you again for a wonderful interview. It's been my pleasure. And it was just lovely talking to you. Me too. Me too, Steph. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the authority marketing guide, the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.